0: Hey folks, welcome back um, really got an interesting conversation to share with you this time. Uh, this is with Morgan, who joined us in Denver at the at the micro Solidarity gathering we did a couple of months ago, so it's a bit of a, a late conversation, but um, it's interesting because Morgan was showing up with some feedback basically about how we could do things differently next time and I thought it was really I thought they were very careful about how bring that feedback in a way that i could hear it and i felt like i learned a lot and so um, yeah happy to share it and and hopefully you learned something too Um, if you're interested in morgan's work i'm going to include a link because they're doing some really interesting stuff around like trauma-informed facilitation and movement practices and yeah i think i think they've got a really rad um body of practices and knowledge so i'm going to add a link in the description so you can follow up with what they're doing okay enjoy the conversation
1: what about now yeah we got you yay cool
2: get my video back too um yes i mean i only have like denver as a point of reference for you like i would love to know like what other projects are alive for you um so that i can also think like a little bit more expansively about like the downloads that I wanted to share with you and thinking about like what the ripple effects of them would be rather than being like isolated, just Denver kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a context that I would appreciate.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, so what's alive for me is I'm I've been currently thinking about it as this kind of like two big currents and, and one is um and, and ideally, I love it if these two things were completely integrated and there was no tension between them. But at the moment, it feels like they're, they're like parallel tracks rather than one. One is that like the work I do for money. And that's um, very satisfying and meaningful, but it's not always the thing that I would most want to be doing when I wake up in the morning. And that's mm-hmm. um, supporting organizations to be less hierarchical, more collaborative, more decentralized uh you know mostly working with organizations that already have a pretty flat structure you know a lot of cooperatives and more self-managing teams um deal with conflict and decision-making protocols and weird power dynamics and how do we how do we initiate the culture of care and like personal development co-development um how how are we being effective uh, in a way that's like restoring people and not just like burning them out and treating them like disposable resources? Mm-hmm. So that's all good stuff, and it shows up as a lot of like we've got we run online courses and trainings and um some more like sort of deeper, more engaged consulting projects with specific organisations. So spending six months with them or a year with them and 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 helping them along a the path, and like basically trying to get them into the habit of continuous improvement. So they're learning how they don't need external support. They've got all the resources they need, They just have to get that habit of reflection and experimentation going and let it into their relationships. So all this stuff really stuff that I love to do. Um, mm-hmm. But I just have a thing that when when someone's paying me to do a job that um, <laughs> somehow becomes slightly less fun than if I was doing it for free. <laughs> so that's one track, and that's all organizational. Okay. And then, the, and then the other track. I just think about it, especially like organizations and then communities. And the community thing, you know, it's so far it hasn't really been. Um, it's not like a big profit-making enterprise, you know. Um, uh super satisfying and fun to to. So this is the micro solidarity stuff. Like um, basically, that looks like sharing some skills, but more it's actually about. Creating connections generative connections between people rather than throwing up with something that they didn't have already there's a little bit there's a little bit of um, frameworks and ways of thinking that that I bring that we bring, but mostly it's just the generative bumping into each other thing that I love and and now I think where I'm at with micro solidarity is just after that gathering we did, where we met together in Denver like feels like there's enough ripeness and enthusiasm and energy and excitement for people to yeah people that have been participating in the network more or less over the last you know it's like been gradually quietly developing over the last couple of years but now it just suddenly seems like there's enough people that care enough that they want to step up in some kind of voluntary role to take responsibility for some part of the system um and so now it feels that my role is to get my vision out um Uh, had that vision really interrogated and pulled to pieces and and go like what part here is is something precious and useful and what part is just like weird hang-ups and biases and not not relevant or you know (laughs) all of that thing and and how can i basically fan the flames of people's enthusiasm um create just a minimum level of coordination between i'm imagining you know there's going to be Ideally, there'd be like five, six, seven different work groups form over the next year or so, and I'd just kind of help coordinate between them and help them become a a super organism that's going in kind of vaguely one direction, not all pulling off in different ones. So that's um, that's the stuff that really gets me excited in the morning. You know, that's the thing that I'm like, just want to find any free moment I've got to go and help that thing along. It's like I feel like um, like a doula maybe or a midwife. Mm Just really, really, just want to help this birth along, and um yeah, I can. I've got a vision of, of who it's going to grow into, you know, with um, uh, what this what this superorganism wants to be, and
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's kind of like patient now. Is that what you're looking for? Is there more gaps that I can fill in? Mm.
2: I guess maybe with the organizational consulting that you're doing, like what's the, this doesn't have to be like a long <sighs> about it, but
1: just like a little snippet of um, kind of like, what are they
2: up to? Like, what are their industry? Like, um, what are their missions? Like, what are you, yeah. What's their,
0: yeah. What's their I mean, purpose I doing
2: it kind I, of?
0: A, to me, it's, it's always been important and you would have got a flavor for this as well. And then are like, it's quite important for me to be connecting with people who wouldn't normally talk to each other. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a really narrow band, but um, probably the majority of them would be working in European NGOs, of different kinds. Um, so Nathy's just come back from doing a job with uh, a coalition of digital rights activists who are trying to decolonize the field of digital rights. And so they're like, trying to get all these different organizations, some of them are like kind of old and, you know, more conservative. And some of them are brand new that are kind of like a really up-to-date framing around decolonization, trying to get them up to a, a shared understanding and and like, and how does that actually influence how we are lobbying for different policies in the EU? So there's that kind of thing. Um, some of the ones that I, I feel the most close to are like technology cooperatives, just small groups, of 15, 20 people, where it's a bunch of programmers that just want to like, Not have bosses and do good work and you know that some of them will be anarchists but some of them are just like not particularly political they just want to have a nice life and they don't want to deal with hierarchy (laughs) (laughs) those are really my people um and like yeah this one in turkey i mentioned um it's a big design agency that's like trying to like they're, they're the more sort of they have the most in common with more traditional corporate um Structures, but they're really trying to do something different. You know, they're, they're trying to, they've got, they've come from a place of a traditional hierarchy and they're really trying to get to something that's more self-managing, more empowered, less hierarchical. So yeah, it's kind of a smattering. Um, I think as a rule, it's like, everyone must be working on something that I consider to be meaningful and purposeful. And it's quite a broad um, remit underneath that. Cool, thank you for
1: sharing. I mean, I love talking about
0: myself, Morgan. So, <laughs> at
2: least you're honest
0: about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest um, about it, dude. <laughs> you said you said you had downloads, and I use that mm-hmm. word in two different ways. Um, one yeah. is like when I when I enter party consciousness and I'm on the dance floor, and suddenly have this sense of like accessing some kind of divine consciousness or something that gets downloaded into me like oh I see it mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then the other the other one is like more um uh a way of talking that I get into sometimes which is like info dumping like please a mic but I'm so excited to tell mm-hmm. you about all these things that I know and I wondered if download means one or both or something else for you
2: mm-hmm I would say the, the commonality between like what a download is for me is like a point of clarity. Um, like a very, like, you know, when you're like, boom, like the file came like. Boom, like.
0: <laughs> Transmission complete. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh huh. And I think, um, well, what I do know actually is that like some of them happened during the time in Denver and like, we just never got the time to sit down. And so like some mm-hmm. of it is like very Denver contextual. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like with the imagination of from each of these points of downloads, and there's also downloads in the sense of like cultural exchange too, because yeah. in yeah. some ways, I think you what you and I what I perceive that we have in common is that we love facilitating um and we love being able to like bring the most synergistic power um of a collective into co-creation um and I think that like the cool part is that we've just done it in really different contexts, mm-hmm. and so I was just like stoked to be in a space with people that are like thinking at the speed and with the like multi points of input, you know, and you're gathering from your wisdom, I'm gathering from mine and all of my teachers and you know, all your teachers are present and all your ancestors are present, all my ancestors are present, et cetera. Um, And it just felt like a cool opportunity where I'm like, oh, I would love to jam with somebody that likes to vibe at this level of like, you know, nuance and intelligence and like creative push um, like you have a a type of drive that I feel in myself too, mm. um, that you know doesn't always get mirrored. Um, and so when I like saw that in you, and also imagining it in your team, like granted right we got like a piece of your team, um, I was just like, what would could it be like to put some like ideas in the pot and see if there's something you're already chewing on. And how are you chewing on it? Or like, if you're not chewing on it, like what could it be like to put it into the collective mind of what the hum's up to oh. um, based off of like the baseline like, you know, um, like the realness of the feedback that I gave you, that you were like, this is the fucking coolest compliment that I could get. Um, Cause that, that was the essence of what I pulled for whatever may have been like a question in my mind of like, Hey, why wasn't this present at the weekend Uh or like, Uh could have this been incorporated or et cetera, et cetera. Like, that's what I came away with was the feedback that I gave you. And so if anything I say today is like, it's in addition to, Uh um, and like curiosities on how it could be added in, Uh um, not from being like I think like rich is totally whack and off point, like, <laughs> you know, nothing yeah. like that, um, and it was you know I noticed myself having a conversation with C too that weekend, um, recognizing and seeing in the in the you know group of folks that showed up um, I, like a relational thirst um, that I recognized I was like, well, I'm showing up here like so bountiful." in like Mm -hmm. relational practice Mm -hmm. um, and relational resources. And if, you know, if we were thinking about us as like, you know, literally bringing like food from the crops that we get to like harvest from in our communities, like like our crew from the Pacific Northwest, like we were coming with our our fucking arms full. Um, And it was a little bit interesting to try to figure out like where to put that kind of bounty. Um, And, um and yeah so I was like reflecting to see about that I was like wow this is like really like is an interesting thing I thought I was gonna come to get fed uh-huh. but then I was like well wait a second no I got, I got like we got like crops like our land is fertile like our relationships are really fertile um and so yeah uh-huh. so the downloads that I have are like coming from that place and hopefully like some facilitation um either like thoughts or approaches that I feel like could be like augments to what y'all are up to, Um, but also like planting seeds of like, what does it look like for future collaboration? Um, So. Mm.
0: Um, I know that one thing I'd love to hear from you is like basically feedback in the form of like, if I were doing this, this is what I would do differently. I'm sorry? If like, I'd love to hear from you, like if I were going to be running gathering, this is how I would do it differently. Or like, this is the, this is the, this is the thing that I would usually bring that I would have loved it if I'd seen you do it or something like that. Like in that, um, because I knew uh, that there's, I, well, I I mean, I come with my projections. I assume that there's a kind of like a bunch of um, signals and scripts and like social codes that are expected uh, in a gathering of more progressive people and I just didn't do any of them. And that was a like provocative thing to not do. <laughs> 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 and so I'd love, to, I'd love to know, yeah, what you would have done <laughs> in my seat. Oh,
1: that's funny. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, cool,
2: thank you for giving me that permission. Appreciate it, hmm. um, and and and, and the also- specific
0: the specifics there is like if you say um, this is how I would have done it, then I can hear it. But if you say you should have done it this way, then I'll um, I'll shut down.
2: Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Prime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm reframing it into that way that you were, you're asking for feedback, um, which I rarely get that kind of permission. So cool. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, so um,
2: you know, something that I'm really trying to tune into, especially because of like my own positionality as a white person in the United States um, and like the responsibility of what it means to be a settler um, and having carried like the, like you know the, the lineage of, of a colonialistic uh, ancestry um, and something that's been asked of me to is to make sure that when we land like we acknowledge the land um, and that we like land in the history of the place that we are in um, particularly for coming from lots of different places um, so a thing that I would have done as a facilitator is to make sure that we're like naming the original peoples of the place where we're practicing Um, And highlighting some of their skills that could still be and still are like alive because of us showing up to that land, like that land has something to teach us um, and to gift us and like how we relate with each other. Um, So I would have taken time to to cultivate that into like an opening or into a conversation Mm -hmm. um, or to an invitation to do a little research on somebody's break on like, hey, get to know the people who originally lived here. Um, and use this you know use this land for sacred reasons
0: and and what does that do do you think like what job is that doing in the group
2: that job is um helping us remember that we're part of a historical trajectory Um, it helps us remember that we are inherently resourcing from the ecology around us um and it can also be a really key reminder as to like the you know the historical trauma that like by working collectively, we're
1: healing in a way. Um yeah. I'm just taking notes. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um
3: yeah.
1: yeah, this is like
0: I guess there's a point I, I I just feel basically ignorant of um how what's a good way of doing things they like I've, I've as an international person, like that's not able from that part of the world. I've kind of heard land acknowledgements before that felt uh, like it wasn't oh, obvious yeah, they what they, they were silly. doing, you know, they
2: can be really shitty. They can yeah. be really shitty and performative. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and I had one, I, I was invited to one gathering that started with quite a lot of, you know, like there was a, there was a whole, piece that was led by one of the indigenous elders and like where they really obviously put a lot of effort into centering indigeneity and mm-hmm. it was kind of a disaster <laughs> oh so i haven't oh. had an ex- I, haven't had, I haven't had an experience yet of what what's a good example to copy or like yeah mm-hmm. where to take inspiration from or anything like that so sounds like you do
2: yeah yeah right and at, at minimum too that's also um you know kind of like the the sister step of that is to remind us that like we're bringing our ancestry into this space just because we like, we've got them in our DNA. Like the shadow parts, the strengths, the resilience, the lessons, like it's also a way for us to remember like our wholeness as we're collaborating our limitations and our strengths. Um, Yeah, it's like historically landing us. Like,
3: Mm, mm.
2: you know, we are not independent from this land the violence and the beauty that it holds. Like, we're only here because we're breathing the air of the plants around us that have, like, seen both ecological harm and also human harm and animal harm. Both, like, also have, like, figured out how to keep growing um, despite all that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Um, one thing I had a little conversation with Abby about this.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I shared, yeah, basically, I was like, yeah, I, I know I'm ignorant of, like, what's a, what's a good way of doing this. Um, and the kind of conclusion of that conversation was one thing I could have done was explain what I know about how to walk in integrity with the Indigenous people in Aotearoa, New Zealand, where I'm from, and say, like, mm-hmm. if we were in New Zealand, this is how I would have, this is, this is how we would do that. Um, and at least it's like, that's the way Like, at least here's my lineage, you know, it's like kind of from, <laughs> it's like adjacent and it's related with different context. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, like you said, I really like what you said, just like, someone could do some research like during the time. It's not like everything has to be perfectly mm-hmm. controlled ahead of time, but that's something that we could have really called in.
2: Yeah. And you can resource too from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, like just by naming ancestry, you're like, Hey, come on in. Like mm-hmm. you all got some lit lineages. Yeah. And also let's like explore the lineage of this space.
3: Yeah.
2: Then you kind of like plant some roots. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the like, for sure, me and Aloe, and I, I hope we'll have a handful of other folks who've been like, "We got you." Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, like you don't have to hold it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> You're like, that's I know really there's great. this is a thing. I know this In thing a way,
0: happens. in a way, I feel like there was an almost microscopic version of that, which was Mars as kind of one of the representatives of the most recent host of a, of that land, taking us around mm-hmm. and being like, "These are the artists that are, that inspire mm-hmm. our community," and like, this is it, how they worked on the land and these are the stories and it's just like doing that but connecting to a much much bigger scope and just rolling it back a bit further would have been just the thing
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah because yeah, yeah.
2: cool. you're also you're the visionary too that's rolling us forward like you're intuitively responding to the harm of colonialism by yeah. creating micro solidarity yeah and just being explicit about that yeah like these I, I, past. go ahead
0: i think i think without without this kind of acknowledgement of history in place it feels like we're kind of we're, we're kind of pretending like we're nowhere you know it's kind of like we're we're in we're in no place in no time we're just in an airbnb we're just in a random like decoupled bubble saying so, no, no no the bubble is held by more bubbles
2: bingo yeah mm-hmm. cool bingo bingo um yeah and i think the other thing that um you know, and and you mentioned earlier this morning, you're like, there's some shit that I just chose not to do. So this may be one of those things, Um, but something that limited my ability to engage um, and that what I have done as a facilitator is like spent more time developing group agreements around how to navigate sharing space with each other, how we mutually set boundaries, what I felt and watched in your body is that you took on a shit ton of responsibility, Rich, as like at the individual point person, if you're like, I got boundaries. You let me know if anything happens. That's a lot to hold in a crew. Like, especially with that many like dynamic, wildly different psychology people. Um, and to have spent some time on um, like what we need to be able to show up well and have everybody have a time to be able to name that and post that somewhere. Like these are our needs to be able to show up well with each other. Um, Now, like my facilitation spaces are explicitly more often than not teaching about what are trauma sensitive relationships and how do we go about them like explicitly in an anti-oppressive way. Um, And there may be some differences here on like what my hat typically is versus yours. Um, But when I have my hat on as a facilitator, Um, we are like surfacing how power dynamics play between bodies from the get. Um, And how if we are gathering with the explicit purpose of being able to, you know, center equitably sharing resources and being bountiful and not limiting, then we need to be really mindful about how um, easy it is for us to take up space based off of how protected we've been from systems of oppression. And like how many beats do we need to take, especially if we're sitting in one of those like really protected positions to like step back, breathe a bit, give spaciousness for voices that take a little bit longer to surface because they're having to like push through all of those moments in which they haven't been held well in spaces um, to be able to like participate. Um, Whether that's because of introversion, whether that's because of trauma survivorship, whether that's because of X, Y, and Z. and then mixed, you know, so that, so then we all just like know what our needs are from the get, rather than having to surface because a need didn't get met or a boundary got crossed. It's like, oh no, these are my boundaries from the beginning. These are my needs from the beginning. And then also like the brilliance of um, Andy at the end, who was like, wait, I like kind of have seen like three themes of why people showed up. You know and if we had known that from the beginning like oh i'm coming here because i'm relationally thirsty i'm coming here because i have a shit ton of resources to, to like distribute and i want to know where to send them or like i've got a team that is strategizing around x y and z like knowing that from the get i think would have facilitated um also more clarity for me on how to engage i can own that from my own perspective
0: uh, uh. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the lessons for me from this gathering is, at least the way we've done things so far, people don't do the homework beforehand. Mm-hmm. So like, um, the we we thought that we were going to be able to do a bunch of the expectation setting before people rolled up, but it just didn't happen. And then mm-hmm. and then because of the way there was that last minute change in the hosting team, we didn't have the presence of mind to kind of adapt and go, hey, people didn't get didn't get the expectation setting that we thought was going to happen in the previous weeks. So we've got to do a session now that's going to really get everyone up to the same page. Um, So I really felt that loss too, in retrospect, you know, like when it was too late. Um, But I want to hear more about the community agreement formation. Um, I think normally we would have done something around that. And um, the reason it didn't happen was like, yeah, this like immensely disruptive, like, whoa, everything, all the, the games off, you know, like, put all the toys down we're just gonna we're just gonna go into this (laughs) kind of like yeah I felt like I don't know how to describe it but I felt like I was showing up naked in a way instead of being like here's all of my sophisticated tools and tool belts and Mm -hmm. these are all the things that we have all these like facilitation Mm -hmm. techniques that we'd prepared prepared ahead of time like nope none of that we don't have time to do it or like we don't have the team to distribute that around we're just gonna we're just gonna do it raw um Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but in the past, when I've done community agreements, I've always, I've always found it
1: quite... Um, it's very
0: seldom I've had a good one, put it that way, where it felt oh. like... Uh, often it feels like we make, a, we make some nice claims about how it would be good to treat each other. Um, mm-hmm. Frequently there's a, a lot of debate about semantics and like, it's very, it's, it's very easy for that just to kind of get, un, uh, feel, you know, kind of feel like a big use of time. It doesn't actually, it's not actually hitting what it should be hitting, that it's sort of like oh. people get hung up on specific terminology um, okay. or, or the thing like you're saying about um, getting people to consider the different the different impacts that, or like, you, I think you said something about how people have been protected from oppressive systems. Like the the different way that, um, trying to get people to think about, hey, there's kind of like, this is my words, but I think I think what you're getting at is there's kind of like different categories of experiences, and just check which category you're in, and then use that as a guide to be like, hey, if you're usually the kind of person that feels that like you can speak all the time, this might be a good time to like turn that down a notch. Um, the 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 way I've seen that played in the past. Uh, honestly, so, uh, honestly, it's
1: felt like a kind of how, what's the phrase for it?
0: Like, basically, there's a kind of fundamentalism, as in, as in, I've I've experienced it as like, here's one way to understand power. It's the correct way, and these are the categories that are important. And there's there's if if you have any doubts about these categories or the way that this is being explained. That's because there's something wrong with you. You're either ignorant or, or um, there's something wrong with your morals, mm-hmm. and and yeah. we'll we'll either educate you or we'll kind of give you some accountability until you conform yeah. to the standard. And given my, you know, history with fundamentalism, um, growing up in a pretty hardcore church, I'm like so overreactive against any of that that I'm like, oh, yeah. we can't have any of that. And so I'm like trying to bring in awareness of power dynamics, for example, but just in an unfamiliar way that doesn't presuppose what the conclusion should be, but it's more like a, exactly. a curious exploration and we're going to learn together. But I completely can see that, like, in the absence of a really effective way of getting people to see domination, if, it, if that's not done well, then it's just reinforcing the status quo. And it's just putting the load back on the people who have had the most negative experiences with these oppressive systems in the past. So it's like, uh, it's a risky thing to be experimenting with, you know? Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like we really enrolled people in taking that risk. they <laughs> like, hey, you are, there you go. I hope you are okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I mean, like, you know,
1: so there's some like, um, you know,
2: one thing, one major thing that, you know, systems of harm or systems of oppression do within our relationship is it removes the opportunity for space for negotiating consent. There's an assumption Mm -hmm. of how things are done. There's assumptions Mm -hmm. of who can take up space and there's assumptions that who like, you know, should be quiet and all that kind of stuff and like removes a lot of autonomy and agency. So I think if those like conversations are centered around, Hey, we're doing this to be in proactively healing relationships with each other. If that's the whole purpose of it like proactively, because you know for any layer that somebody who has held a position of protection or a position of privilege they're also been harmed by not being able to like live in their full humanity like a lot of the byproducts of white-bodied supremacy is a disconnection from self and self-awareness and like not understanding your impact and like not understanding self so like that's a that's a form of violence right Um, so like by surfacing this kind of stuff we're offering an opportunity to be in anti-violent relationships with each other and ourselves and it's a renegotiation of like yeah it's a renegotiation which is tricky it's a very very tricky business um, but very much a problem worth attempting to solve in a group Um, because like you said and I'm so grateful that you said it like if we don't do it what we're up against is just like replicating the shit we don't want to replicate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's something in here about the difference between consent and consensus. So like, Doing as much as we can to support people, to be able to, you know, effortlessly and fluidly negotiate consent in a way that just feels easy and joyful. And like, yes, I would like that. No, I would not like that. And that that both of those yeses and noes landing with equal enthusiasm and, and like, no one needs to be like cajoling each other or like pushing people there. They don't want to be pushed. Absolutely, all of that. I, I love that. Um,
3: yeah. And
0: and it's something that I try to model personally. You know. um And again, uh-huh. like having a a more experienced hosting team, we would model that intentionally and and quite explicitly, like the way that we disagree with each other or say no yeah. to each other's requests and stuff like that. Um, I think the the more reactive part that I have is around consensus. So, like for example. One of the things that I'm, one of the lessons that I'm trying to, trying to push and and as a, as a as a principle in micro solidarity is like, we actually seldom need consensus. Like, what I what I feel is, is more lacking in the communities that I'm working in. Like, a lot of them are already biased strongly toward consensus. They don't need more consensus. What they need is more, like trustful delegation and and ways of doing this like temporary dynamic leadership where they get behind someone and say yeah we trust you you got this and by the way we're Mm -hmm. going to give you good feedback at the end so that you improve the next time um Mm -hmm. and it's not this process of like the thing that i'm and you probably i don't know if you noticed but there was a bunch of times where i actually was like Mm. partially triggered and because i felt like the group was trying to make a consensus on an issue we didn't need consensus on and i was like Mm. interrupting that and saying nope (laughs) <laughs> no we're actually going to trust the individuals to make the right call at the right moment and we're not going to form mm-hmm. a collective agreement on this um mm-hmm. and that's a lesson that i found kind of emergently by doing it was something that's important to me is that like like for example i don't think we need consensus as a shared understand a shared agreement about the words that we use for describing the different experiences of how power plays out on people's bodies like i think we can actually have a really generative and peaceful and joyful way of relating even with people using different epistemologies you know that they're coming with oh, yeah. different sure. completely let's, different let's describe of it
2: reference. rather than define it let's describe yeah. it rather than define it For yeah sure. yeah mm-hmm.
0: um but i think yeah i think it's another case of me like being a bit reactive against something and dealing with that by like leaving an absence instead of knowing what the creative alternative approach is
2: I really like this conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, what so. is that? What is that feeling telling you?
2: Um, a lot. A small distraction that I have is that there are more concrete things that I want to make sure to at least like just like describe Mm -hmm. before we go so I'm also like checking my time because I have a client at 10 I can be a couple minutes late but at the top of the hour um but what it's bringing up for me is like exactly what you're saying in the sense that
1: you know um
2: when a group desires clarity for a sense of safety and belonging there is a like hyper specificity that can get Needed, that I identify out of, um, like a survival need to be like seen and understood and to belong, and what you're saying is like it's like the the juice behind micro solidarity. We're gonna create <clears throat> a big enough space where you know that within that there is a space for you to belong, and there's a space for you to find collaboration. And not everybody in this space is going to like 100% align with you but your job while you're in this space is to find the maximum amount of congealing that is possible and focus on that rather than on the things that are gonna separate you. Mm-hmm. And our survival responses are so good at finding that which separates us because we need to be able to do that to take care of ourselves, but we also needed to be able to take care of ourselves to find what's in common. Yeah, um, And that's the skill that like we're, you know, all of us that are working towards some sort of restorative practice are asking us to like, just fucking A, please try to trust what's in common. Like, please try to trust what's in common. Like, please, 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 like to the depth of your being, try to find what's in common. And then like, for any part of your wounds that get like hit with some lime juice in the process, like, let's make sure that we also, as a group, have practices to be able to take care of when that hurts. Um... And like one of the organizations that I've been in relationship with for a few years called Holistic Resistance. I don't know if you're checking them at all, but they're out of Victorville, California. And they're um, a BIPOC-led organization that invests in deep trauma restoration and relationship building as a the main tool for anti-racist collaboration and progress. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they emphasize from the front and they do this in such a beautiful way is they're like, you're going to fucking hurt somebody. And you're going to fucking get hurt. You cannot do this work without like just signing yourself up for getting in the fucking ring and you're going to get hurt. And you're going to cause harm because right now we don't know how to not do that because of how fucked up our history is. Like, so how do we go, okay, like that's worth it. And like, in a way, you're kind of asking the same thing. Like, what's, how worth it is it to find what's in common so that we can collaborate with each other? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I, think, I think it was, um, Lisa Marie and Jordan hosted a little debrief session with me, which I published. And oh, um, yeah. I, think it was, I think it was Jordan that said, um, basically that the experience of coming back to the crew every day was like, I'm really building my feeling of belonging my sense of being heard, my knowledge that these people have got my back. In the small scale and that somehow that feeling of very tight small scale belonging kind of ripples out to the larger group even mm-hmm. though as you say we've actually got lots of points of difference um but i can somehow trust you because i know that i've got this comfort zone that i can keep retreating to that resources me to go out into my stretch zone and be like wow you really have very different politics <laughs> from me
3: okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah yeah exactly um
0: Okay, you're gonna to have to rapid fire some point at me, some bullet points. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I save the quicker ones for the end because they're like okay, they're, they're they're easier, and you know if they spur further conversation, then you know we're humans and we have calendars and we can figure shit out. Um, but uh, two things that I was like, um, I wanted to create, and I got so distracted because like I was frankly pretty overstimulated throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. There was not enough downtime for my nervous system. And it was very hard to figure out how to opt out of the opportunities that were presented. Um, so, like, small point of direct feedback, like, more downtime, please. Um, that was so, so condensed. Um, but one two things that I wanted to create was, like, a map of geography of where everybody came from. Mm. Like, to actually, like, visually have it present in front of us. Whether somebody could, like, populate that with some digital support or if we draw it on a whiteboard or whatever. Um, And, um, and then also, I don't know if that could be like overlaid or have it be side by side another visualization. um, This comes from like, you know, um, somehow being able to map the resources that people are coming into the crew with. Um, Whether we could color code that by like, yo, I like Ben is like super fiscally connected. Like Mm -hmm. that man knows how to pull on money, find it generate it, et cetera. So like he falls into a certain category, like, you know, um, me and Allah we fall into the category of like facilitation skills and like trauma restoration and like that kind of stuff. And then like some people have like nonprofit organizational skills, like somehow to be able to like really, I mean, the, the profiles kind of did it but they weren't necessarily explicitly saying like, these are the resources I'm, I'm bringing to my solidarity. Um, that would have been really cool to see. And if we can do it like for the whole network, that's be wild and cool. I'm
0: um, I'm just thinking about, could there be, this is very multidimensional, so I don't know how it's going to work out, but you've got this visual geography of where people come from and where they come from in multiple generations and therefore what gifts they have to offer. And some kind of like, you can see, because then that's, that, that whole land acknowledgement piece at the start is like, it's not there's some special people who have a relationship to land. It's like you know, all people have a relationship to land. All of us have lineage. All of us are showing up to something. And what would be the most effortless and joyful thing I could give you?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, this is cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a super visual and kinesthetic learner, so like all of mm. those things you're gonna get from me are from those like um, desires. Um, and then. Um, There's a way that our dance crew, so this is a a little bit of a jump to a different topic, has navigated COVID safety that I feel like um, could be of resource to you. Um, Is that, especially in the height of shit before vaccinations and like, before bodies getting comfortable with it, we would still gather, like we would still gather and dance with each other outdoors. Um, And we did an opening, we would always do an opening circle and we would do like an opportunity to ask like three or four different questions that allowed people to state their COVID needs without having to like tell all about them. Uh Um, And like, so we would do something along the lines of like, um, who for sure needs six feet distance? Who for sure needs somebody to pause at six feet and like get really explicit consent? Uh Who's like pretty comfortable at six feet and like for sure would be like chill with somebody approaching them slowly enough? Um and then you can like pause at the end of each of those questions and just like scan around the room and be like cool I know who my people are. Um cuz I think the those boundaries were a little bit tricky to navigate yeah, especially totally. like cohabitating with each other. Um and that's another moment again of like do I speak up or do I just isolate and pull away? Um and so like the raising of hands with quick questions like that I think could have like Probably given a lot more ease um, mm. for folks to be able to know, like, okay, this is my jam. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
1: like, um,
0: do you want to hear what what I was doing by not doing that Sure. Basically, this was a demonstration of there's a particular kind of leadership in in Micro solidarity which is like, it's my call. I'm going to make the shot. I'm going to tell you what the policy is. I'm tell you how we're going to run it, and I know it's complicated. I know it's painful. I know it's going to cause a lot of a lot of upset for a lot of people, and that's how it is. And I know that's like a tense, and um, doesn't immediately. Feel, I'm guessing it doesn't immediately feel like, oh, great, I want to embrace that style of leadership. But it's, it's, that's that's what I was trying to do there.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> I think then. They may be explicitly saying that, like I am employing a certain
2: kind of leadership.
0: I did. I did say it on, yeah? the, on, the, on the start of, I can't remember if it was the first morning or the second morning, because those got blurred together, but I said about, um, how was it? I was trying to give examples of the kind of leadership I was holding. And one of them was, we are doing an open space agenda. There's no negotiation about that. But what goes on the agenda is up to you. Another uh-huh. one was I am calling the shots on the covered policy, and I'm not. We're not going to figure that out as a group. I named both of them because I knew this. I knew the second one was going to be spicy for people.
2: Hmm. Well, I guess I'm. I'm saying like uh, I know you did it. I saw you exercise that type of be like, but to name, and maybe you did this or not. Um. But to be like, I'm practicing a type of leadership. Mm-hmm. Like you know i'm practicing a type of leadership right now that like sometimes can really aid in streamlining shit might not be one that you're familiar with i'm gonna try it out though because we're doing yeah. this experiment thing
0: yeah and it's gonna be gritty and like let's let's figure out how to uh-huh. learn from the from the bumps afterwards yeah um which i feel like you're doing you're closing the loop for me uh-huh and what you suggested of like three questions hands up would have been golden
1: super easy would have made a big difference Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: 've done this
2: before A couple times. yeah yeah, and I know too that I come from the level of sensitivity of working with folks who have experienced the most amount of harm, and yeah. so like my facilitation style has had to be that nuanced um yeah. and that caring because otherwise folks won't participate. The silence will continue, so like i don't there those kinds of like uh just like this is how it's going to be kind of vibe would only be from like this is how it's going to be to protect people like i can stay say some shit like that that firmly if it's from Mm. the like baseline protection shit like racism is not going to fly y'all if there's a racist dot in there we're gonna like we're gonna surface it we're gonna take care of it we're gonna love on it but like not gonna fly like that's the kind of totalitarian space that i can hold (laughs) um (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but not, it would never come top down it would be like i'm holding this bottom baseline of safety hmm. and hmm. if you fucking try to break that like then you're gonna get hmm. my like feet plant, planted like broad yeah, chest yeah. like mm-mm. um yeah
0: i right know um
2: and i am really I appreciate mean, there's the whole workout workout.
0: there, right like there's a whole workshop there about like what are the things that yeah where you really want to put your foot down in, in a very assertive way
3: mm-hmm
1: yep and what comes up when you like try to do that can you will you what kind of supports do you need to to be able to yeah mm-hmm. um
2: well I really hope this is not the last time that we get to talk um and also uh super stoked if there's any um like projects in the future that you'd like to co-genius on um I really like the way that you think through things and also I was imagining um you know your partner as your 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 co-brain with you and just like in this deep craving of like Ooh, I wonder what it'd be like to watch them two together so
3: mm-hmm.
2: I'm also holding that space too of just like deep inquiry and like I think that's a kind of alchemy that I want to be close to
3: mm. So, mm. so
0: yeah i appreciate that i'm i'm really i mean yeah the way we've been able to hold this conversation where we're obviously coming from different perspectives and you know being i think really generous and i can i think i can hear what you're saying um that's the kind of generative encounter that i'm talking about you know the like Mm -hmm. the juicy kind of difference so yeah i'm i'm good for some kind of next steps um i don't know what they are but i think there's it feels like there's micro solidarity energy cooking up in your part of the world so yeah i'll keep you in the loop and and, and let's find a good good opportunity to play together if
2: mm-hmm. you can keep march in mind we're looking at spring equinox
1: mm-hmm.
0: very good right? like, <laughs> retreat event vibe right right
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah let's talk about that um i'm wondering if you want to answer now or you can delay till later but uh, how you would feel about publishing this conversation on the internet, because I think it would be a good demonstration of how a kind of partnership paradigm
1: for how do we give each other feedback. I guess my...
2: Curiosity. Then I'm wondering if we could like circle back a little bit closer towards the end of the day or tomorrow. And just like letting me know what platforms mm-hmm. um and how it would be shared, but I don't have a no. It's more sort of how. Yeah, uh-huh. I right do I really like this conversation too.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice one. Well, this is a really good end to my day. I hope this a good start to yours. And good luck Thank with you your you.
1: client. Thank you. Take a care. Much love. Chao.